Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement, and we are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. So glad to be broadcasting you from Siloam Springs, Arkansas, at the national headquarters for Dayspring. That's exactly right. And listeners, if you have not gone to dayspring.com any time ever in your life or not recently, I encourage you to check it out because they are constantly coming out with what they call resources um, that whether it be cards, gifts, home decor, whatever it might be to help you um, really with what, however you want to share the scripture, Jim, with people, it could be a greeting card. It could be a sympathy card. It could be something for somebody that, um, a gift, there's home decor, there's pillows. Oh my goodness. There's so much stuff. And I won't, I won't go down that, but dayspring.com is a great resource for people. And I just want them to get re-familiar with it and really utilize it because they're just, they make great stuff um, with great messages. So one of the things we're going to do while we're here is meet a whole bunch of really neat people. And today we're going to be talking with Dawn Stanford. She's the business development manager manager here at mm-hmm. Dayspring. She works with a lot of the national accounts like Hobby Lobby and Mardell Books and, and Barnes and & Noble and some of these other great places. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Altered State. Altered Books State. Books a Million. Yep, Books a Million. So, but she's got a story to tell about change, about career change. And she says, I really like to be able to share this story with your audience. But just so you know, as we've gotten to know Dawn, she's also a control freak. So we're going to talk a little bit about control (laughs) freakness because that was something. And also she talked about this thing called never say never, never say never, because she got into trouble with the Lord several times saying, I'm never going to do this. And we all know what happens when we tell the Lord never. That is exactly where you're going next. So listeners, I think you'll really relate to Dawn's story as we um, get a chance to kind of unfold it for you on the air today. And we hope that you will really, really take away something great. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're thinking about career change or if you're thinking about uh, just job change or maybe change within your own company, uh, maybe you're really trying to figure out how do I get over being a control freak? I mean, all of those things we're going to be dealt with You're going today. to listen to today's show, Jim? I'm going to have to listen to today's show. As one control freak to another, it's another one. So again, we're talking with Dawn Stanford. She is the business development manager here at Dayspring. But before we get to Dawn, just as we come to the end of this intro segment, please check us out online, mm-hmm. iworkforhim.com, iworkthenumberforhim.com. or always on our social media sites. Everything is iworkthenumberforhim, whether that's on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and maybe you know you're looking for a podcast because you can't listen to the show every day. We are on all of the major podcast platforms, mm-hmm. either under the I Work for Him podcast, which is the full show minus the commercials, or the I Work for Him Power Pod, which is the highlight reel from every show. Check it out online, the I Work for Him Power Pod. You're listening to I Work for Him as Martha and I get a chance to be on location today at Day Springs International Headquarters in Siloam, Siloam Springs, Arkansas. However you want to say it, it's a really <laughs> cool place. And we've gotten a tour, so we now know more about Dayspring and the making of a phenomenal Christian greeting card than we ever imagined. Yes, we really did. And, and you keep saying greeting card, but it's so much more than, and a I greeting think, than just card. a greeting card. But I, I think that a lot of people identify Dayspring with the greeting cards that are available all over the country in retail establishments, in independent Christian retailers, as well as through dayspring.com. That's right. So um, I think 
Jim, for our listeners, I hope that besides the product, they're really getting to hear the heart a little bit of the people behind um, the making of the product and really the culture here, what God's doing. And we're just excited to bring that to the table. We are. You know, connecting your faith at work is one thing. Doing that and changing your career is another. Sometimes we just can't stand it anymore. We got to have a change. But how do we know what the prompting is to change? How do we know if the prompting to change is from God or if it's just because we got indigestion? You know, here to talk about faith at work and career changes, Dawn Stanford. She's the business development manager at Dayspring in Siloam Springs, Arkansas, and she's got a story to tell. Dawn, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim and Martha. I'm so happy to be here today. Well, we are thrilled to have you. And, you know, um, I love the fact that we're going to talk specifically about career change because I think a lot of people either are struggling with it, have been through it, or, you know, know that it might be coming in their future. So hopefully we'll be able to give something to our listeners today that they can take with them, either hold it in their pocket, or maybe it's something they needed to hear specifically today in their own life. So Dawn, in the, in the context of talking about career change, it can be scary for a lot of people. Absolutely. And you had worked for a direct sales company for 13 years and then made a change. Yes. Why did you do that? Okay. Why'd you make a change? Well, <laughs> well it, it was 12. I wrote it down wrong. It's oh, all good. 12, 13. 12, 13, you know. What's a year between it's Well, it's like a baker's dozen. Yes, exactly. Well, I would say it kind of started with a stirring that was in my heart um, the summer of 2012, um, probably about nine, 10 months before I even started here at Dayspring. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a personal prayer retreat, which is a spiritual practice that I have been doing for the last several years where I do that about once or twice a year. And during what does that mean? The a prayer retreat. Yeah, well, I basically it. go and with my Bible, a journal and an open heart and mind, and I have no agenda and I literally go anywhere from four hours to 24 hours. The most I've ever done was like two days, but I'm very extroverted. So I kind of need people anyway. So me and God, (laughs) my Bible, my journal, and just an open heart. And so I do that a couple times a year. And during that particular prayer retreat, summer of 2012, the Lord just really led me to listen to him and said, Don, what I want you to do is have your knees bowed hands and heart open. And every single day I want you to come before me and I want you to literally kneel before me with your hands and heart open and just listen, Mm -hmm. truly just listen. Um, and that season I was still working my Mary Kay business. And in fact, I was in a really great season of my business. I was getting close to earning one of the esteemed cars that we have. And (laughs) we were, it, things were great because I'd come off of some seasons a few years back that were not good. There's mm-hmm. ebbs and flows. And so mm-hmm. I was in a really great season being mentored by someone. And I'm just like, I can't see myself doing anything else. And God just kept speaking to me with different things. And one of the songs that was really um, impactful to me was Toby Mac's song, Steal My Show. And there's a line in the song. It's a great song. It's an awesome song. And in um, direct sales business, when you're the leader, you're the director, you're the top dog, girl, whatever, mm-hmm. um, you're leading and you're up front. And the Lord had said to me, Don, I want you to lead from the back of the room. I want you to um, elevate others, give them more responsibility. And so there was a 
stirring and turning in my heart of letting others um, take more of a precedence and just be humbling myself and letting them be led that way. And so mm-hmm. this song and this one certain line, it's at the very end of the song. It says, my life, my dreams, my family, my career, it's yours, Lord. It's you I want to live for. And I remember thinking, God, I've given you my business. I live for you. Yes, it's you. And I want you to steal my show and it's yours, but you would never have me let go of my business or do anything <laughs> different. Certainly right, God? Not. No. Um, <laughs> But, you know, because I always really saw my business as a tool of ministry. In mm-hmm. fact, before um, I had started my business, um, I was a youth minister full-time on staff at a church for five and a half years. And so when I was led into business, it was kind of like, ooh, wow, this is really different. But I just knew it was a tool of ministry. And um, just my heart started being really open. And it was kind of like that never say never. Mm-hmm. And so then in February of 2013, um, I heard about this opening at Dayspring field for a field development manager in Mary and Martha, which is Dayspring's direct sales company. Awesome, awesome company. And my husband, he, Rodney, he also works here at Dayspring and he's the corporate recruiter. And he had sent me a little email saying, Hey, do you know anybody in the direct sales community who might be interested in, you know, coming on board here at Dayspring and I read the job description and I was like, Oh, you know, I'll think about it. You know, I had a few friends I thought might be looking for a transition, but I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I'm not, that's not, not on my radar. And, but hmm, sounds just like me. That's kind of funny. Just tossed it away. Didn't really even think about it. About two, three weeks later, I was away actually for my grandmother's funeral. And you know how sometimes it is you get away from all the other things and distractions of life Mm -hmm. and you can actually think clearly. Yeah. And the whole time I was there, I just kept thinking about that job. And I got thinking about that job and I was like, what are you doing, God? Is this a temptation from all my goals and dreams and my business? Uh Or is this your providence? Hmm. And are you moving? And I was like, oh my goodness. I need to pray about this. And so then... Because you hadn't prayed about it before then. Well, right. Sure. Exactly. You know. Because it wasn't for her. (laughs) Yeah, not for me. Because you're not the only person ever to be on the show that said, well, God presented me with something. I didn't pray about it because I didn't want it. So as long as I don't pray about it, it can't possibly happen. Exactly. Exactly. So... Rodney said to me, Don, you need to call Kim Marquette. Why don't you have an off-the-radar conversation with her? And you're actually going to get to speak with Kim Marquette, too. And mm-hmm. So I called her up and I said, hey, I might be interested in this position. What can you tell me about it? And then she told me a little bit. It was about mentoring, coaching, and doing leadership training for the field. And, and so... Um, I said, well, you know what? I'm going to take a personal prayer retreat. I'm going to go on another prayer retreat. I want to seek the Lord. And she said, what I want you to do is I challenge you to ask God, Lord, are you at work at Dayspring? And are you asking me to join you there? And so I said, okay. Good words. Yes, very good words. So I went and uh, God led me to the scripture in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. It says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? And so, of course, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, it sounds like you're doing something new, but is this it, you know? (laughs) And so it, it gave me a real peace and just a permission 
to take the next step. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have a conversation. I could say no to them. I might not want it as, as I get more into it and then um, had the interview and kind of the rest is history. But I will tell you a really cool thing on the day I went in for my interview and you can go down the hall and check it out later on down there in the Mary and Martha wall on the wall is the verse Isaiah forty three nineteen. Oh. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. And I remember seeing that on the wall and just saying, oh my gosh, God, it's clear that you are moving and doing something new here. I was like, if they don't hire me, they're out of the will of God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was like, I was so Uh, new that I knew. Wow. That's so so amazing. So I just want to remind our listeners in case they just tuned in, we're talking with Dawn Stanford and, you know, kind of a spoiler alert, because now we know that you are the business development manager here at Dayspring. And, but we're so thankful that you are sharing a little bit of how God has led you in a transition because, um, you know, it, wherever you listeners are at, if you're contemplating what is God doing in my life, what a great example, Dawn, for you to just share, number one, that he really prompted you to take a prayer retreat and really pray about it. And um, so I appreciate you Mm. sharing that with us. You're welcome. So you you got hired. Yes, I got (laughs) hired. And so it, it really, you know, I think about how it changed and made an impact even like on my family and it was something that, you know, I had always seen myself as having the best of both worlds mm-hmm. of with my business being at home with my daughters, who at that time when I started the position, they were 10 and 13 years old. Um, and But then I had, I was a professional and a businesswoman. And I always seemed to, as I got into my business too more, I related to the business side and the professional side a little bit more than maybe the stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And so... So, but there was a lot of trust that had to come and happen from me um, taking this step of faith um, because, and I almost feel like God gave me such clear direction because I had to learn about humbling myself. I remember I was the CEO, the salesperson, right. the the go to girl, the the you know girl Friday. I mean, I did it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had an assistant that worked for me when I had my own business, but now I reported to one person who then reported to other people, and then there was a team and I did that that shook my world a Mm -hmm. lot and I learned a lot about humility and being a servant of all and I think about that and what what Jesus does is he humbled himself and became a servant and I had to I saw that when in this transition because here's one thing I used to say oh I hate this oh Lord forgive me that I even ever said this but when I was in my business I remember saying, oh, I would never work for a corporate, you know, corporation, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to be in the corporate America, you know, I would, I would always be my boss, own boss. And that's kind of a direct sales thing. And anybody out there listening who's in direct sales, I love it. And I appreciate you. And Mm -hmm. it's all good. But I, it was prideful of me to say that. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that because and even just the whole fact about being humbled in, you know, in some mm-hmm. of the things you had to do in your new position, being under people and things like yes. that, because I think a lot of times people think we go to a new position where, um, because we're completely equipped for whatever it might be, but yet God has things still to work in your life. So he really used this transition to make some changes in you, it sounds like. Absolutely, yes. And 
realizing that I had to release control Mm. and that I think started a real theme in my life of the never say never (laughs) and then complete surrender to Mm -hmm. God. And I brought a little propped. (laughs) Okay. You guys can't see it, but it's a picture of a tea bag and it's an Earl Grey green tea bag. So green. So you're a Star Trek fan. Mm, I'm not sure about that, but green tea with an Earl Grey twist. Yep. Well, years ago, I mean, even more recently, I could not stand green tea and I did not like Earl Grey tea. I could not stand it. My mom always loved it and I'm just like, oh, it tastes like perfume or something. And I don't know, sometime in the last few years, I tried it again and I loved it. Hmm. And that, to me, I keep this actually in my Bible, in this Isaiah 43, 19, mm-hmm. of behold, I'm doing a new thing, because you never know what thing that you used to not like. When oh. we come back, lots more with Dawn Stanford as she shares her story about change. When we come back, we got to get the rest of the story. You're listening to I Work Room with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, as we're on location inside Loam Springs, Arkansas, at Dayspring. Check them out online, dayspring.com. Your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, hey, hey, wait a minute. Have you ever prepared yourself for your daily workplace missions trip? January of 2020, we invite you to join Martha and I on our very first I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip. The trip takes place in your workplace the last two weeks of January. Here to tell us more is Mike Henry from Follower of One. Hey, Mike, on January the 20th, the I Work For Him Nation embarks on its first ever marketplace missions trip. Why are we doing this? What's the number one reason we're doing this, and where can people find out more about it? We want to build spiritual strength by praying for our coworkers and our customers as we go to work and join Jesus in his work in their life. As I practice this, I've learned to turn to God more and watch him work in the lives of my coworkers and customers. And I experience great joy and peace when I wait on God and watch him work. We really can walk with Jesus full time in any occupation. Try it out and see. There's no charge. It's just two weeks of email with practical ideas on how to live your faith every day. People can find out more by going to iworkforhim.com forward slash events to find out more. Thanks, Mike. To join us on our I Work For Him Marketplace missions trip to your workplace, go to iworkforhim.com forward slash events. That's iworkforhim.com forward slash events. Start 2020 with a missionary-focused, ministry-driven attitude in your workplace. IWorkRam.com forward slash events. Hey, welcome back to IWorkRam. We're on location today at Dayspring in Siloam Springs, Arkansas. This is a phenomenal retailer full of all kinds of resources that you can get access to to help you live out your faith in your work. Today we're talking with Dawn Stanford. She is in important here she's <laughs> she's a business development manager sorry i just totally forgot for a second but she and i have a lot in common she's a complete control freak she was <laughs> she told the lord uh no which is one of the greatest things you can ever do if you ever really want to tell the lord if you ever really want to see what the lord could do in your life just tell him no once mm. done the control freak thing how have you dealt with being a control freak and a follower of jesus because that's a challenge mm-hmm. it really is Well, when I look at scripture and what I've 
learned about how did Jesus model his life? I think about Philippians 2, where Jesus humbled himself, taking on the form of a servant. Mm. And that our Christian life is countercultural. Mm-hmm. It's the down. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's not the way of business upward mobility, it's actually downward mobility. And the more and more I think about that, it's about living my life, a surrendered life and not of how, what can I get out of it, but what can I give to others? And so as I was talking before about the never say never and how I tried the, tried the Earl Grey green tea and I love it now <laughs> is why do we say, oh, I would never do that. I would never go to Africa or I would never work for another company. Well, why not? If God is calling you to that, why not? Hmm. And I think about, so once I was here at Dayspring, I was here for about three and a half years and God started to do another stirring in my heart. And there's a book that I love. I've used when through actually since my youth ministry years and even when I had my own business was John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Mm -hmm. And one of the laws is the law of the lid. And the law of the lid talks about if you put a lid on yourself or someone else puts a lid on yourself, you can't grow anymore. And it's like we almost hit a plateau. We could put, it could be a self-imposed lid or it could be literally somebody else's squashing you down, maybe for a variety of reasons. And I real, I realized I had, there was a little bit of self-imposed and there were some other circumstances going on that there was that lid and I just thought, am I open to something different? Hmm. And there became an opening here at Dayspring in retail sales. Well, I had not been in retail sales. This is big business. This is working with the big, big companies and Mm -hmm. representing on the national account level. But I was like, you know what? I want to try it. I want to go for it. And so again, a lot of prayer and just taking a risk. And that g- goes, uh, puts me back to another book that really has had an impact. And that's um, Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly. And in it, she, she, the whole book is based around Theodore Roosevelt's quote about Daring Greatly in that book of having courage to be vulnerable in a world where everyone wants to appear strong, confident, and like they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I knew moving over to another area, I wouldn't necessarily know that, but would I be willing to dare greatly? And the things that we miss out on when we don't try for something, if we don't go for something, and it's not that we're necessarily out of God's will. That was another thing on one of those prayer retreats. Mm-hmm. I was driving along and I saw all these hills. And God just spoke to my heart and he's like, Don, I'm on this hill. But guess what? I'm over there on that hill too. And sometimes he gives us a choice. Mm. He gives us a choice. So some of you out there listening today might be give God may be giving you a choice. And um never say never. Go mm. for it. You know, ask the Lord, you know, what what is it that he wants for you and to be have an open heart, knees bowed, hands and heart open. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Thank you, Don Stanford. Yeah, great story for all of us to, to grab. Don Stanford, it's good. We love it when we get tears on iWork for him. It always makes it really, really powerful. Don, thanks for being on iWork for him today. You're welcome. You've been listening to iWork for him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him. 
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iWorkForHim and online iWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com.